Welcome to the J-Spot, a safe space for you to discover or rediscover your version of joy, peace, and happiness one step at a time with me, your host, Anita. Because when joy is a habit, love is a reflex, and together we can make this space a better place. Joy is a journey, and the journey starts here. Welcome to episode 12 of The J-Spot. I'm your host, Anita, and today I invite you to find the joy of taking care of your body through exercise. When you exercise, it increases endorphins, dopamine, and adrenaline, and these are all brain chemicals associated with feeling happy, feeling confident, feeling capable, feeling less anxiety and stress, and even less physical pain. But when it comes to exercise and our fitness journeys, many of us compare ourselves to fitfluencers who have a lot of followers or have been doing this for a longer period of time than us. We forget to understand that having a healthy lifestyle doesn't happen overnight. And it takes a while, if not years, to implement and maintain. So in this episode, I want to lay out the three phases you can expect as you embark on your fitness and health journey. But before we dive right in, I want to remind you that you can find joy in movement when you remove should and shame from the equation. Many people associate the word exercise with something you have to do to lose weight, an activity that isn't fun, something that's hard and sweaty, something that you're not good at, and so on and so forth. In today's culture, exercise is something we do to earn treats, prove worth, and to change our bodies. But joyful movement is different. It's supposed to feel good, and the focus of physical activity is on pleasure instead of results. When you are aiming for joyful movement, you ask yourself, what activities are fun? What do I feel like doing? That's how you find activities that feel good, that you crave, and it opens your mind to the idea of exercise as something pleasurable instead of punishing. Exercise that is powerful just because it feels good. So the first phase when it comes to starting your fitness and health journey is building on habits first. Because at the heart of it, it doesn't matter if someone is telling you to move your body five times a week, If you can't even exercise one time a week, if you don't have the discipline for one time a week, you're not going to have the discipline for five times a week. And so the first phase for starting any fitness journey is focusing on the habit of moving your body consistently first. You want to stay consistent with one habit for at least 60 days before you throw in the towel. And within those 60 days, if you can't even be consistent with this one strategy, it means you might have to make the strategy a little bit easier on yourself. 
Because if you can't even do it for 60 days, you're not going to be able to do it in the long run. Remember, start with an activity or movement that you genuinely feel like doing. I always recommend people pick something easy, relaxing, and enjoyable, like walking or yoga, which are personally my two joyful movements. But it could even be something like swimming without laps. Moving on to the second phase, which is building up your systems. So hopefully after 60 days of being consistent with a particular movement schedule, you will be able to collect a lot of data. For instance, you will start to understand what you liked and didn't like about your routine, which days or times you best perform on, which days and times you perform poorly, what are your personal preferences as a new worker-outer. There is going to be a ton of information you are going to collect within those 60 days, which will really help inform future systems, like how you want to move your body. Maybe it's not yoga or walking, maybe it's swimming, maybe it's strength training or Pilates, and then how will you schedule your exercise? And depending on what worked and didn't work for you in the first 60 days, you'll be able to decide if you want to outsource and hire help in reaching your fitness goals. And remember, each phase builds on each other, so you wouldn't have been able to successfully create these systems if you didn't actually test it out and experiment with it for at least 60 days in the first place. That's why these phases are so crucial to your fitness journey and growth. And you have to understand that growth is a process. Now, once you have your systems and workflows developed based on the data you would have collected through the habit of being consistent for at least 60 days with a specific movement routine, now you can move on to phase three, which is ramping up your frequency. My biggest growth spur in my fitness journey always came with me increasing the amount of healthy habits I had in a single day. When most people first start, they're usually only intentionally moving their body once per week. Then they start doing it two to three times per week. Then they start doing five times per week. And now they're at a point where they're incorporating two to three other healthy habits every day on top of exercising. But all of that would not be possible if they did not, one, build habits first, two, build systems, and three, slowly increase the amount of healthy habits they'd incorporate in one day. If I was just starting out in my fitness journey and I was trying to exercise five times a week right off the bat, I would likely burn myself out and lose the joy in it. So that's why you really need to understand the importance of taking baby steps when it comes to long-term health and fitness success. Here's the thing you have to realize though, is that when you look at these three phases, It's not necessarily a checklist. 
meaning that once you're done phase one, you move on to phase two, and then you move on to phase three, and then you're good to go. Your fitness is just going to skyrocket. That's not really the case. When you look at these three phases, you should really see it as a cycle. Because over time, as you increase either the frequency of the amount you exercise a week or the complexity of your daily habits, something may break. Or maybe over time, you might outgrow the routine you've created, which would then cause you to go back to phase one to focus on building new joyful habits or go back to phase two to actually reassess your routine and systems and see what you can improve from so it can sustain the amount of complexity or frequency that you're incorporating. All in all, the purpose of this episode is to show you that creating a fit and healthy lifestyle does take time, discipline, and patience, but the foundation is joy. And even though there are tons of experts telling you all the latest and greatest strategies, you have to understand that if you can't even be consistent with the basic joyful movements you enjoy, you likely aren't ready to move on to the next thing until you've mastered it. And so what my advice is to you is to make sure you master one thing at a time. And once it's mastered, then you can scale up and start building upon it. It's going to be very hard for you to actually create a healthy lifestyle overnight, and that expectation is highly unrealistic. So I really hope that this episode helps you understand conceptually the different phases of creating a healthy lifestyle that is joyful and therefore sustainable. That being said though, if you want step-by-step tips on how to build a strong foundation for your fitness lifestyle to expand on, then make sure you download the free guide I have on my blog. The link is in the show notes or in the link of my bio on Instagram. There are tons of tips there that you can actually action on and execute on depending on where you are in your fitness journey. While you wait for tomorrow's episode, I post a lot of content on TikTok, Instagram, and my blog, so make sure to follow and check those platforms out as well. As always, I'm your host Anita, and thank you for taking 10 minutes to explore and commit to the journey of joy. Because when joy is a habit, love is a reflex, and together we can make this space a better place.